Welcome to Awaken the Dawn with Apostle Dr. Patience Oti. Awaken the Dawn is a ministry of Shekinah Ministries through the Tribe Prayer Line, which meets every morning, 365 days per year, with the purpose of reading the entire Bible in one year. Please listen to this excerpt and be blessed. So this morning, August 6th, 2020, our devotion will take a different shape. We are going to pray and pray and pray. We are going to pray over the words we read. So for those of you who call in, lie down and wait for me at Amen. It's not happening today. So if I were you, I'll get up. Don't be in a river and just go adrift without knowing where the direction you are going. I want you to be part of the prayer you called into. That for the next 30 minutes or so, every prayer we are praying this morning that you can tap in. You can tap in and be part of it. Praise God. We started reading the book of Ezra. I believe yesterday. And this morning, there's so much we can pull out from what we read. From verse 10 of chapter 4. When builders laid the foundation of the temple of the Lord, the priests in their vestments, and with trumpets and the Levites, the sons of Asher, with symbols, took their places to praise the Lord, as prescribed by David, king of Israel. Listen. With praise and thanksgiving, they sang to the Lord. He is good. His love to Israel endures forever. And all the people gave a great shout of praise to the Lord because the foundation of the house of the Lord was laid. Let's take that one first. I want to remind you that foundation is not a house. The Israelites were so excited that after 70 years, they could lay a foundation for their temple. The foundation is not the house. And I know there are so many people on this line who've laid one foundation or the other for one thing or the other. And you've not been able to finish it. The foundation is there. But without a roof, nobody lives in a foundation. You've done so many beautiful plants. They're still on paper. They're not taking off. And when you continue reading, one thing you find out that the devil wanted to do to them was that their building would stop at the foundation. And this morning, 
We are going to come against that spirit. We are going to come against that spirit. You have a child who registered in school. Registration is not graduation. Think of all the projects you started. This morning we are going to cancel that spirit of frustration that will make you abandon it. A scripture says that if you go to build, you count the whole cost. Because if you don't get it to the roof, you've lost the money you use for the foundation. So our first prayer will be, every stupid demon that is standing on our way of completing what we started, we are pulling you out this morning. We are going back to check all the foundations we laid. And by the special grace of God, we are going to finish what we started. Let somebody who is in prayer mood this morning take that up. Please pray straight to the point. We are praying the scriptures we read this morning. So there are many more we are going to pray over. These people rejoiced over their foundation, like some of us did sometimes. But any foundation that has not been completed, we are removing anything standing between us and the completion. And it's going to take off, and God is going to show up. Shall somebody pray for us? Praise God, praise God, praise God. And all the people gave a shout of the praise to God. Because the foundation of those house, of the house of the Lord was laid. But many of the older priests and Levites and family heads who had seen the former temple wept aloud when they saw the foundation of this temple being laid, while many others shouted for joy. No one could distinguish the sound of the shouts of joy from the sound of weeping because the people made so much noise and the sound was heard from far. I hope you understand what you are reading. Remember that the beautiful temple that Solomon built, they've already pushed it down. They destroyed it. And Ezra came back with his people and laid this foundation. Then the young people were excited. Finally, we're going to build a temple for God. And the old people were weeping because mm. what they were building was nothing compared mm. to what Solomon built. They were looking at this thing. And they were like, this is like a child's play. When you compare this to the type of foundation that Solomon made, so the word of God said there was so much confusion. Some people were crying. Some people were rejoicing. But when you go to the other prophets, the prophets that, you know, prophesied during this time, one of them <clears throat> told the Israelites that we're crying. Listen. The glory of this latter house is going to be greater than the former. It's not about the building. 
It's about the glory. So I don't know who is on the line this morning. I don't know what you think you lost. Maybe you look yourself in the mirror. You're not as beautiful as you used to do. You look yourself in the mirror. You're not as young as you used to look. You look at the job you have. You cannot even compare it with the job you had before. You look at some things happening around you. You just feel that you've lost a lot. But God is telling you this morning, you don't need to cry. The glory of the latter years <laughs> will be greater than the former. When God breathes on you, when God breathes on anything you are doing, no matter how small it is, it blows up. No matter how small it is, it becomes better than what you think your neighbor is doing. And so, Lord, we thank you this morning. We thank you because the devil will no longer cheat us. He will no longer deceive us. Anything you put in our hands, O oh Lord, no matter how small, we know you can add your glory on it and it will be better than whatever we think. I so, saw Lord, this morning, we want to present all the giftings on this planet. That we may not un we may not underestimate anything you've given us. Father, we pray that you breathe on all our gifts. That anything you've placed in our hands will begin to blossom. For the glory of the latter year will be greater than the former. Thank you, Lord, for hearing us. For we have prayed in Jesus' name. Amen. For some of you, there are prayers you've been struggling for years that God is answering this morning. I plead with you. There's power in corporate prayer. Don't sleep. Be part of what is going on. I want you to learn a huge lesson. From chapter 4 of Ezra. Even if I don't do justice to it this morning. I will encourage you when you leave the line. Read it over. From everything we read from chapter 1. You will agree with me that it was God. Who caused Cyrus. To ask his people to go back. I rebuild. You will agree with me. That this journey was prophesied over 200 years ago. You will agree with me that the finger of God was in it. Then, where did the enemies come from? Chapter 4 says the enemies of Judah and Bethlehem had the exiles who are building a temple for the Lord. They came at first to ask. Oh, I want to join you, want to build with you, want to be part of what you're doing. And I told them, no, we don't need you. This is, this is going to be for the children of Israel. We are going to build it. 
What did they do? They started looking for ways to discourage these people. They hired counselors to work against them and frustrate their plans during the entire reign of Cyrus, king of patience, and down to the reign of Darius, king of patience. You know, there are some of us that will meet trials or temptations or troubles on our way and will conclude, ah, no, if this is of God, it would have been smoother than this. No! Don't abandon your projects because you have trials. That everybody is not in sync or not in line. Don't abandon what God has called you to do. Life happens. This was truly God's own project. But yet, the enemies arose. And when you think they were done, <laughs> they were just starting. They went back and wrote letters. Remember the king that gave them the permission was dead now. They wrote letters. They sent it to King Atagazis. And they said to him, listen, there's something that is going on. We don't know why the Jews are rebel uh, rebuilding. But if you allow them to rebuild, <laughs> they're going to succeed. You've not seen anything. These people will no longer pay you taxes. These people will no longer pay you their tribute. These people are very rebellious. Go and read their history. Just go and read their history. These are very rebellious set of people. You better stop them. Compare them by force to stop. If not, you are losing them. Could you believe that? That's where we're stopping today. But tomorrow you are going to see what happened. That the king actually stopped them. And the children of Israel made the mistake of stopping. Do you know it took God to bring a prophet called Haggai and to bring another prophet called Zechariah to make them go back to finish their work? Immediately the officers came and put on their buildings, stop work, stop work, stop work. They all ran away. That was the end of the temple. But this morning we are praying. There will be no abandoned project in your life. And we are coming against all the enemies of your destiny. That they will not succeed in stopping you. All the enemies of your destiny. Remember our book, Destiny Unstoppable. You are the only one who can stop your destiny. Because if you believe in God and you continue to push, all the enemies will be neutralized. I don't know the temptation you are going through. I don't know the trial you are going through. And you've come to a point where you are like, no way. I can't do this anymore. If it's God that sent me into this marriage and it has been like this, this is not God. Who told you? 
who told you that trials will not come when God is in the picture? What are warfares for? You do warfare. You take what belongs to you. Can I share this story now? I read one article and it so blessed my heart. And this article has to do with believing the lie of the devil. A young pastor prayed that he wanted to get married. And he believed the Spirit of God directed him to a young lady. And they spoke and the young lady had peace about it. And also had a testimony that is God that directed her to. And they got engaged. And they were preparing for their wedding. Every night, this man would go to bed and have a dream. And in the dream, there's this woman who would come out and tell him, that girl you want to marry is my daughter. And you have no right to marry her. And I'm not part of it. And you will see what will happen to you if you go ahead with this plan. In the day, she will call the girl and ask the girl, and the girl said, you've met my mom. I don't have another mother. I don't know what you're talking about. I don't know what you're dreaming. I have no other mother. My own mother is in support. This young pastor fasted, prayed, did everything. Yet the dreams continue. This woman would come to him in the dream. This woman would tell him in the dream, this girl is not going to marry you. And if you insist on doing that, whatever comes out of it you take, this is my daughter. I am not in support. Then after he has struggled with this for so many months, one day, he decided enough was enough. He just prayed and said, God, I've tried. I've tried. But I don't want to go into marriage with this type of thing happening. This woman keeps on coming. This woman keeps on telling me the same thing. So I'm going to call off this engagement. No more. And according to this pastor, after he made that decision, he prayed, he went to bed. And the Spirit of God came to him and gave him one scripture, just one scripture. I can't remember the scripture now. He said he jumped up and read the scripture. And what the scripture was telling him was that that girl belongs to God. But he has succeeded in believing the lie that this woman was the mom. And since he believed it, that's why it continues to work for her. And he stood on the word of God. And that night he had a dream again. The woman came again. And this man in his dream started rebuking her. Who are you? Get her from here. You have no part in this girl. This girl is redeemed. She belongs to God. She belongs to this other one. You have no part in her life. You, be, you know, started cursing this demon. Started saying all sorts of things. And that was the end of many, 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 many months of torture. I don't think this story means anything to anybody. 
But once you believe the lie, the lie will continue to torture you. But remember that the devil has been a liar from the beginning of time. Don't believe his lie. When he's telling you why you are going through all this, it's because it is not from God. It's not true. Trials come. Stand your ground. Make your declaration. Make your proclamation. Wait it out. Pray it out. Your resolve is around the corner. Father in heaven, we continue to thank you for the book we are reading. Father, this morning we thank you for we are learning from the mistakes of others. That when the trial, this trial came up, the Israelites retreated. Father, we pray this morning that you give us the grace to stand our ground against the enemy. Father, that thing we know is true that we will always stand on the word of God. Come rain, come shine, that will not buckle. And the devil will have a few days. Father, thank you. I'm not talking to beds in the Lord. I'm talking to matured Christians. And even what I cannot say, the Spirit of God is expanding it in their heart. Thank you, Father. I was prayed in Jesus' name. Amen. I want you to watch the scripture. It came from the Old Testament. It's now in the New Testament. However, as it is written, whenever you see it is written, you know it was there in the Old Testament. And they're bringing it to the New Testament. This should be in Isaiah chapter 64, verse 4. No eye has seen, no ear has heard, no mind has conceived. What God has prepared for those who love him. I want to tell you that you can take this verse to the bank. That God, what he's going to do for you, has not even entered your imagination. That's the type of God we serve. And when you continue, right from verse 10, it's telling you who you are. Some of us carry the spirit of God, but we don't know the spirit we received. We have not received the spirit of the world, but the spirit of, but the spirit who is from God, that we may understand what God has freely given us. Paul went ahead to tell them, you are not mere men, you are not ordinary. There's something special about you. Brothers, I could not address you as spiritual, but, but as worldly. May infant in Christ. I gave you milk, not solid food. For you, we are not yet ready for it. Indeed, you are still not ready. You are still worldly. For since there is jealousy and quarreling among you, are you not worldly? Are you not acting like men? men? But when our but when one says I follow Paul, another I follow Apollos, are you not mere men? So what I want to tell you this morning, you are not just mere women, you are not just mere men. You become supernatural. When God gives you the spirit of God, the spirit of God that is dwelling in you, the super of God has mixed 
supernatural. You are now supernatural. Hey, nobody caught that this morning. Nobody caught that this morning. You are now receiving the spirit of the world, but the spirit who is from God. We are going to pray the scripture. And whoever is praying for us, we pray that God will open our eyes to see who we are. That God will reveal to us that we are not just mere men, mere women. That because of the power we are carrying, that we are now spiritual beings. When you are reading the Old Testament and when you are reading it in King James Version, there are two sentences you will always come across. One will say, Thus says the Lord, and they will start writing. And in another place it will say, And it came to pass. Those are two phrases I want you to look at this morning. Whenever the Bible is saying, Thus says the Lord, it's saying that something will happen in the future. Thus says the Lord. Thus says the Lord. Then when you begin to read, it came to pass. It means that that thing has been fulfilled. You know, every day we read the Psalm of David, he's crying. Hear my cry for mercy. Hear my cry, oh Lord. Lord, I call you for help. But I came across, it came to pass today in verse 6. Praise be to the Lord, for he has heard my cry for mercy. And that's our next prayer. That all thoughts says the Lord will turn into it came to pass. There will be testimony galore on this line. You finish praying on Friday. No more delay. Saturday morning, 10.30 a.m. I got the first call. Somebody is getting engaged. We've had a lot of thoughts, says the Lord. And we want, like David now, to begin to say it came to pass. Praise be to the Lord, for he has heard my cry for mercy. Can somebody this morning just pray down for us? It came to pass. That there will be a manifestation of everything that we discuss with God. No more delays. Everything we've prayed about. Let there be a manifestation. Let the manifestation begin to come. Praise God. Then finally a man's steps are directed by the Lord. How then can anyone understand his own ways? I just want to tell you that there's a God behind everything you are doing. And my prayer is that God will continue to direct our steps. And when you come back with successes, don't take the glory. Don't, oh, I was at the right bus stop at the right time. Ah, and I met the right person at the right time. Oh, if I didn't leave my house early, this wouldn't have happened. Ah, if this is not happening. I want you to understand that the man's steps are directed by the Lord. And that you will return every glory. Everything that happens to your life. Learn to return the praises to me. Father, we thank you this morning for the privilege of prayer. Father, we thank you that we've been able to pour our petitions unto you this morning. Lord, we thank you 
because you're in the business of directing ourselves. And we re-surrender ourselves to you this morning. And we know that we are not mere men or women. We are supernatural beings. And your spirit is directing every step we take. Thank you, Father. Even in Jesus' name. Lord, I pray that you baptize this tribe with the peace of God. That no matter what is going on, that they will be in a place of rest. Father, I pray you baptize this tribe with the spirit of joy. That the joy of God will be our strength. That people will see us and ask us, what is it that makes us tick? Father, how I do pray that you will just shine your face upon us. Thank you, Lord, for we call it done. We've come to the end of today's episode. Thank you for listening. If you would like to learn more about Apostle Oti and this ministry, please visit www.drpatienceot.com. Again, that's www.drpatienceot.com. Do you have a desire to read the entire Bible but have never been able to do so? If so, please join the Tribe Prayer Line every day from 4.30 a.m. to 5.30 a.m. Eastern Standard Time to read and listen as portions of the Bible are read and expounded upon daily. Call 515-604-9731, access code 582-077. Again, that's 515-604-9731, access code 582-077.